save big money on everything. Now at Menards. Make quick work of your outdoor cleaning project with Master Force Outdoor and Landscaping Tools. The 80-volt cordless trimmer is powerful, efficient, and hassle-free. So you spend less time working on your yard and more time enjoying the results. On sale now through May 19th. Check out our wide selection of Master Force tools and see the rest of our deals on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. And now, it's time for... Inside Conan, an important Hollywood podcast. Hi, and welcome back to Inside Conan. I am Mike Sweeney. I'm a writer on The Conan Show, and you are, I believe, still Jesse Gaskell, also a writer on the show. Yes. And we are, of course, many miles apart from each other. On a Zoom. I'm getting, Zoom is really exhausting for me. I don't know if you find that. I've heard a lot of people complain. Why are you drained? Just um, I don't know. I it's it, I find the timing very hard. We have a daily writers Zoom, so it's yeah. a total of twelve people, and it is you kind of have to. It's harder than obviously being in a room together to decide when to jump in. Yeah, you I, really I have find. to to time it right. And then that, if you see someone else leaning in, then you're like, oh man, yeah, I got snaked. Right. Yeah. But also, there's slightly more pressure. When you say a line mm. in a video chat, if you say a line in a room and it, no one laughs, you, you just sink down into the cushion a little yeah. deeper. But here you're just, it's just, I almost oh, there's, feel like. I know. It's like you clear your throat first. <laughs> ahem, yeah. ahem. <laughs> Excuse me. Listen yeah. to this one. I've got a funny for you. Yeah. No, but it is right, fun to see you all every day. No, that is fun. That is fun. Even though most people are, when you look at them, you're like, oh, what? It, they're they're off looking at something else. Yeah. <laughs> they're either, you know, maybe writing a YA novel. While I know. Glenn's been singing. doing a puzzle during the meetings. Yes. I sometimes knit. Is that true? I Yeah, it's I'm true. I'm going to look for telltale uh, yeah. knitting I keep it motion. down on my lap so that you, no one can see it, but you can see my eyes looking down. What are you knitting? Oh, that's a scarf, I believe. Yeah, it's it's going to be a wrap. There's like another outside part that goes around it. But. That's beautiful. I love the pattern. Thanks. Yeah, it's a chevron pattern. I do uh, car mechanics. Uh, <laughs> I, I work on engines and engine blocks during the Zoom. Yeah, no, the Zoom writers meeting is... Uh, it's a little it, bit of a shit show. It's, it's a lot of people talking at once. It's fun. There's a lot of good laughs, though. Let's get right into it. Who are we talking to today? Oh, we have a great guest today. We have uh, we she's one of the top 100 most famous Armenian Americans. <laughs> uh, and she's Conan's assistant. But she has become a star. I, she has. I right. Googled her and you know yeah. how it does predictive Googling. And it was how much does Sona from Conan make in a year was oh. like the, the top question. People want to know how much she makes at Conan. Is that and then really I think the second up? one was Sona Obsessian Feet. Wait, what did you say? <laughs> are you serious? That's a known thing I, that they're just the, the foot fetish people are yeah, relentless. I'm so naive. 
now I wish we would have asked her to show them. How do we Maybe subtly we get photos of her feet? And post them <laughs> oh yeah, it's on it's feet. on WikiFeet. There are already photos of her feet on WikiFeet. Get out! Seriously? There are like five photos. Yeah, I'm I'm <laughs> shocked. Sweeney, the the internet is a bad yeah. place. Uh, I hate, it, to, hate to be the one to tell you this. Yeah, well, I, that's why I never Google anything. On that note, yeah, let's hear our interview we'll with Sona. Hey, Sona. Hi, Hi Sona. <laughs> Hello. Hi. It's so good to see you. It really has been like six weeks since I've seen you. It's been it, a it long has. Time. I know you don't realize how long it's been until you've actually see people's faces that you mm-hmm. used to see every day. And, and I'm like, oh, I'm, I miss you guys. I miss seeing you and talking to you and stuff. I know. I miss my Just old to life. Be clear, we're <laughs> seeing each other on a Zoom. I, I've seen you a couple of times uh, on Zoom because uh, you recorded a few things. And I, I you got guys to do learn. secret happy hours? That's no, nice. no, it was work. <laughs> it was really hard work. Conan was shitting on Sona and I got to watch. <laughs> Poor Sweeney has to edit all paid. of the videos that I do. Yeah, yeah. You, I feel like you probably edit all of the stuff that I I've, normally do on the show. I've ended up doing that for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh but I love it. They're always really funny. So it's like, uh, gee, I hope I can edit this. Well, it's like <laughs> on SNL when a writer and a performer get paired up together and they really start to make magic. Oh, Seems like that's, that's what you two are doing. Oh, come Aww, on. Like, <laughs> the only difference is it's not SNL. It's like Will Ferrell yeah. and Adam McKay. Sure. That's true. I know. We say dick animation and you actually animate dicks <laughs> running around a, a track. That, so. this, this, well, you don't, but yeah. No, the second uh, Conan described that race, I was like, oh, we have to we have to animate a dick race. <laughs> you were already sending an email. To I was. Graphics I was. I was very excited. <laughs> it, Just it, to it, clarify for people, this was a, a oh, bit I apologize. Conan and Sona. How did it start? Conan said, you know, I'll make a vow not mm. to be mean to you. And Sona's like, ugh, that lasts 30 seconds. And then you go right back to being a giant dick. After 30 seconds, it's back to the races. And then Conan said, the dick races? He started describing the race. And then you said, do they have little jockeys? And he said, yes, those are smaller <laughs> penises. <laughs> so it was, very, it was a very visual uh. description. Hearing it back, I'm realizing back to the races isn't something people say. And I think that's a indication that I was raised by two non-native English speakers uh, is when I mess oh, up that's things really cute. like that. Yeah, yeah, I do that all the time. <laughs> it's like I, when you see a t-shirt in Japan or something that's been translated and it's like, right. like a little... <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that's my life. Does that happen to you a lot or no? Was that... All the time. Really? I, yeah, it's... It's with idioms and sayings uh-huh. and I'll mm. say something and it'll, and someone will be like, I don't think that's it. And I'm like, <laughs> trust me. It's I not, yeah. I'm trying to think of an yeah. example of one uh, that I did recently. I think it was like, uh, well, we have is, some English is such a weird language anyway. It's not, it's, it's, it doesn't make sense at all. There are no rules. You just have to memorize it. And yes. that's it. Uh, it always frustrates me when Americans are like, learn English to, immigrants and it's like it, english is hard most it americans is. don't speak yeah. english yeah it is it is it's uh you know and i but i also know people who've been here for like 60 years and their english is still <laughs> terrible it's like they're not even trying they're just kind of like nah it's, i'll figure it out i'll find people who know how to speak that's Armenian. me you're talking about yeah. <laughs> 
I was born here and I'm still like, what's the right word? Oh man. How are you guys doing? We're yeah, okay. Wait. So We're- where are you? You're at your house in Altadena. Is that right? Yes. Your new yes. house. You, wow. Yeah. Have you, you had time to now like do a bunch of stuff at the house? Is that a night? Like, was this really good timing for that? It actually was. It's funny because I've talked about buying a new house and then moving into my new house and unloading into my new house. I think because Conan brings it up constantly, he's just fascinated with it, I guess. I don't know. But I I feel like I talked about my home buying process so much. I feel uh, like every podcast? single person. Uh, just on everywhere okay. on the show, on the podcast, right, just right. anytime Conan and I do something. And so I feel like everybody knows every step of it. But uh, <laughs> we're, we're all very uh, pleased with your mortgage rate. Yeah, I know. <laughs> wow, that is detailed. <laughs> but I did. I think that it would have taken me months to unpack. And it took us just this like we're completely moved in at this point. I mean, we just have to put up some more wall art. But, you That's know, great. I mean, it would no be boxes. sad if you hadn't finished moving. I under know. These <laughs> circumstances. Well, what date did you move? How, how much did you beat? kind of the curfew for when everything stopped by just a few weeks, right? Yes. We, wow. we, we moved in in February. Okay. So we were here for like a few weeks and then we were, lo- you know, shut down and locked in here. Right. Right. Well, not locked in, but no. yeah. <laughs> can you go out your Altadena is literally, I believe on the edge of some mountains, mm-hmm. which right. is it's, the Angeles national forest. Yes. Yeah. I actually just picked up eggs from Linda in oh, wardrobe. Linda, so, I, I picked had up Linda eggs from on the her. podcast. You've both now done it. I need to contact Linda because this sounds like a real experience. Linda is yeah. in our wardrobe department, and yeah. uh, and she she uh, she likes has a to farm. Talk. Oh, like a she has a farm, farm that she says it's it's the farm that Batman bought. Because she worked in all the Batman movies. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't know that either. She calls her chickens the girls, her hens. Mm -hmm. And she sells... And she raises food rabbits, she likes to tell. Oh, I didn't know that. Rabbits for consumption, yes. Mm -hmm. Very nice. Not for pets. Nope, not for pets. If you you keep one as a pet, she will come and reclaim it and butcher it herself. Wait, so how do you pick up eggs from her farm? I mean, she used to send an email every day and I, or like every other day or whatever. And I think that she now has a network of people who buy their eggs from her. Yes. And so like, I want to say a few days ago, I I texted her. I was like, Hey Linda, can I come pick up some eggs? She's like, I'll put you on the list and I'll text you when there's some available. Everybody wants a piece of Linda's eggs. Yes. (laughs) And you have to drop what you're doing. Like I, I'm on that list too. And I'm just like, Oh wow. You know, you see your eggs. Oh, you have to like race other people there to get them. Well, no, She'll just, you'll just get an email that says, okay, there's a dozen eggs waiting for you outside under, under a box. Yeah. And, and you, you have to Venmo her the money and tear into the car and head up to Altadena to get your eggs. Yeah. Yeah. She's like four minutes away from me. So it's really easy to pick them up. But yeah, you, you draw it's, 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 she's at the foothills mm-hmm. right by a, a hiking yes. trail and you drive up and I never see her. I never talk to her. I know exactly where the eggs are. I pick them up. There's a Venmo. And then I just go home with, you know, fresh eggs. Mm. It's a really nice situation. I like it a lot. She it's could fun. be dead and, and the chickens are running things. <laughs> yeah, we don't know. Has anyone heard from Linda? 
<laughs> Chickens are clicking out emails. <laughs> You're up next. <laughs> They're Get still selling the rabbits for food. <laughs> the only reason I got eggs this time was because someone couldn't pick them up. So I took their place in line. So, wow. Uh, yeah, it's uh, I got I lucked out anyway. So it's so I have Darwinian out there <laughs> out in Altadena. You know what? I have lost a ton of weight and I think it's because I'm cooking all the food I'm eating. Yeah. I had no yeah. idea how unhealthy it was to just eat out. Right. I mean, if you think you're being healthy, I cannot believe it. I mean, and I'm like learning how to make things I've never made before. Like oh, what? Well, I, I recently made this like, well, this is something I baked. I baked a zucchini chocolate bread, but also just Ooh. like, I never really had made fajitas before. It's not hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. But it's fun. I don't know. And, you know, pasta sauces and Do you shit still like that. bring out the fajitas like on the in sizzling the, skillet was, to the table? <laughs> Passing by <laughs> other tables that are all right. jealous. I do. I really thought I, I want to make it as close to the restaurant experience as possible. So I'm like, hot plate. I think fajitas are embarrassing when they, I always hate I know. That. It's just like everyone looking I feel like they pour dry ice on it or something to yeah. make it extra steamy. Yeah. Like there's no way they could be steaming that much. It always looks much better than it tastes, which is why they give you uh, bread to shove it into. Oh, shut your face, oh, sweetie! You, fajitas are the best. I'm sure yours turned out incredibly. No, I mean I just I'm a big fajita person in general. That's my jam oh, when I go that. to a Mexican restaurant. I had no idea. Well, you're shitting all over it, so I almost didn't even want to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm proud of it. I'm uh, proud of being a fajita lover. Yeah, so. no, I'm sorry. Um, I was going to ask Sona, do you cook any Armenian food? So funny you asked that because I found an Armenian cookbook called Lavash, which mm. is the, the bread that they yeah. make. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, there's a ton of things here I could make. I've never heard of a single thing in that book. What? And I don't, I don't even it's know where you can get the ingredients. No, I, I don't, I don't even know where I would be able to get those ingredients. I, I, I think cause Armenians are so regional. And so a lot of what we eat, cause my parents are from Turkey are, you know, Turkish mm. influenced uh, and, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of that. So I, I think that's like straight from the old country cuisine. And I, I just don't know any of that stuff, but I want to get an Armenian cookbook and actually learn how to make stuff. Cause I, yeah, I that'd be that'd so, be especially now it seems like a good time. Like French to, fries. Yeah. I know those are big over there. Uh, <laughs> My grandma used to love making French fries. That was, she loved French fries and flaming hot Cheetos. That was really two. <laughs> oh, flaming she, hot Cheetos are so good. <laughs> I've never had those. They're so good. What? Are you serious? I've never had them. Oh, no. yeah. Sweeney, I'm going to send they, you a bag of they them. They sound and like they go Cynthia great. are going to feast this weekend. Can you imagine the fajita, fajitas and then <laughs> that's followed up with a bag of shitty flaming Fritos? I have no idea where my grandma tried them, but yeah. I remember we went to her house and she had made like lamb chops and she made all this like hummus and all these Armenian foods. Then she brings out a bowl and dumps in flaming hot Cheetos. And I, we were all looking at each other love like, this. when would you have ever, ever even tried this? There's no way you would have, like, you don't go to the liquor store. You don't go to the, like, I was But so I love that she confused. was also like, and now for the main event. Right. <laughs> 
like in a glass chiseled glass bowl. Wait, are you claiming hummus is an Armenian food? Well, it's something we all eat. Oh, yeah, hummus it's is not Armenian. I mean, who invented hummus? It's who could I think say that's it a big argument, point? right? A yeah, I thought it was the Israelis. Oh, maybe not. Or the Greeks. Oh, so before we started recording, uh, Sweeney, you were telling a story of Sona had her adorable dog with her. Oh, there she is. Hi. What's your dog's name again? (laughs) Rufy? Oki. Rufy. I don't know. No. Her name is Oki. Oki. Oh, okay. Sorry. That's so much better. Oki. Oh, you're going to shit on my dog's name. No, no. How'd you come up with the name Oki? You know, my husband and I were in Okinawa for our honeymoon. Because when we were in Japan, we went to Okinawa for a few nights. And then we saw her picture on Instagram. And a friend of mine was giving her away because she couldn't keep her. And so we called her Oki to remember where we were when we decided to adopt her. Oh, that's that's actually sweet. But so, Sweeney, you did a cruel thing to Oki. You and Oki have had a... Oh, you you had Oki in the office once. (laughs) I mean, Oki's an unusual looking dog, let's say. (laughs) I'm sorry, what? What's that? Well, he well, looks I, even different now that, or she, sorry, looks right. different because you, you gave her a haircut, right? Oh, look at yeah, that. Yeah, it's <laughs> growing back, but yeah, she, sure. she's, she's small and some would say, you know, rodent-like sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Possibly. So she was in the office and I, I think I just turned to one of our producers named Kramer and I was like, oh, um, you know, there's a rodent issue on this floor. Can you contact Warner <laughs> Brothers and have them look into this? And I, I thought it was clear. I was talking about your dog. So then like several hours later, I just happened to be in the landing upstairs. I was sitting in a chair and these two men in uniforms come up and they're looking around and they're like, we checked the third floor, no signs of rodents there. And I was like, "Uh, I'm sorry, fellows. Excuse my intrusion, but I couldn't help but overhear. What is this complaint you're investigating? They're like, well, this guy Kramer called us. I was like, oh, I think I can. I don't think you're going to actually find rodents, no matter where you look. Oh my god! Well, also Sweeney, you are a postal worker, so you have a huge animosity towards dogs. Uh, I was a mailman, I think rightfully so. Yeah, a mailman. I was yeah. a mailman for four summers. Is still one of the great jobs of uh, all time. I, I have to say, <laughs> I, I loved that job. But dogs do really hate mailmen. I had to. Yeah. I once got bit by a dog, oh, um, and I had to go to a police dog lineup. Because no. there no. were two, I was bit by a black Labrador retriever, and there were two identical-looking black labs on the street. So they're like, oh. "Oh, you know, you got to go up there." Which one was and, it? And pick, <laughs> and you know, it's the one with the flesh. How could you tell them apart? The, oh, the yeah, flesh yeah. hanging out of its mouth. <laughs> I think it's that dog, Hercules. I remember its name, Hercules. When oh my god! It, was it a yeah. bad bite? Did you have to? It wasn't go to the that doctor? bad. It was okay. that, but but the mailman, like you know. When you work in the summer, you're subbing for the regular mailman or on vacation. And when the mailman I was subbing for came back, the owner's names uh, were the Chalemis. I remember that. And he goes, the Chalemis dog bit you? He goes, go to the police, sign a complaint. Three complaints, he got to gas him. I was like, <laughs> please calm down. This is a part-time job for Wow. Me. 
Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. Let's get you taken care of. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. show what have you been asked to do from home for conan right now for the first few weeks he couldn't do anything technological without getting on the phone with me and then me calmly trying to talk him through it and then him getting angry and frustrated but eventually he like really got the hang of it i mean he's he shoots a lot of the show himself and he uploads Mm -hmm. it himself and he really is just doing everything but when it first started he had such a hard time he was cranky i think Uh, yeah well i in the office he's used to like you know hey conan i you know i took this new iphone and loaded it with all this stuff and all you know all he just gets handed it and it's yeah yeah Yeah. and i think he was kind of used to that there is a learning curve with technology yes yeah but he gets frustrated very easily, like <laughs> almost too easily. Like you just try to be patient a right. little bit. Right. It's fine. Now that that's pretty much handled. Now I just make like, just do this schedule and just send it out every day and make sure everyone mm-hmm. knows what's up. Okay. Do you miss your daily live interaction with him? At first I, I didn't, uh-huh. but now I, I kind of, I don't know what that you know it's not a stockholm thing where you start to like <laughs> yes uh, that's the right word is that you know i i miss my tormentor i do yeah. i think everybody kind of like you know i bet matt o'brien misses getting pummeled by him mm-hmm. almost sure. to a certain like everybody just misses the abuse we suffered but because it's loving abuse and right. you know i mean uh, yeah are you like trying to pick fights with talk to like (laughs) (laughs) elicit the response i keep calling him like i keep saying he's super white and irish and that he can't (laughs) go outside and the text like oh not i'm armenian and how can you be that old and still have freckles (laughs) do you have any ptsd like at 1 p.m are you in your house and just going oh god i forgot to order lunch for conan And, uh, <laughs> no. Oh no! Wait. No, because I stopped having that kind of thing a long time ago. I'm like, <laughs> oh my right. god, I forgot to do this for Conan. I'm like, oh shit, I forgot to do that. Okay, that- back to sleep. <laughs> There's no, it's uh, it's no that 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 doesn't exist anymore. Just in general, I I have to say, hats off to you for getting to a point early in your job where you didn't worry about ever. <laughs> ever pleasing your boss yeah and then even kind of making that part of your shtick so that yes it's like you can't change now because that would change your dynamic and he wouldn't like that 
I actually wanted to start getting really good at my job. And I was like, no, this will hurt the dynamic. Yeah. So I'll just stick, I'll stick to what I'm doing. <laughs> that would actually threaten your job. It is brilliant. I, to be competent. I wonder yeah. other people are out there imitating you. And this will lead to a podcast yeah. and television. I told my boss to go fuck himself. I think that what I did very early on that he didn't know how to react to was when I mess up, I'm like, oh shoot, I, you know what? I messed up and I'm really sorry. I think that it threw, it threw him off that I was owning up to not doing something mm, and right. I was apologetic about it. And so I like think he thought he was going to catch you in a lie. <laughs> yeah. 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 But I've never, I've never lied about it. If I don't do something, I'm not like, oh, so in, like this intern forgot to do mm, something. Right, I'm right. very like, oh, I didn't do it. I'm really sorry. And then, uh, he's just kind of like, oh, okay. I guess like there's nothing I can, I can do. She apologized. <laughs> what kind of creature is this that owns up to its mistakes? I've never Takes seen responsibility. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's, uh, wow. and I think he likes likes it what at a this strategy point. <laughs> yeah. yeah i really think at this point too and you guys know when someone messes up conan's like "Ooh, yum oh delicious yeah, yeah. he's so and excited so the more serious it. the fuck up the, the more excited mm-hmm. it's, right right i can yeah. dine on this for years <laughs> <laughs> yes. he'll bring up something sweeney probably did like 17 years ago <laughs> well I, I don't think right? that's the case Yeah, you haven't screwed up since then. No, it's been a perfect track record. He brings up a comedy piece I did that bombed so bad in rehearsal. And it was only like a 20 second piece of tape. I think I tried to re-edit it to make it work. And so so we (laughs) rehearsed it a second time. And again, everyone just stared at it. And it was was called Plumber Yoda. It was... Yoda, like when he wasn't working, you know, for, he was using the force to like clear pipes under his sinks. And, and it just, he just waved his hand and you saw a pipe clear out and it, you know, it wasn't funny. Oh man. <laughs> He's what still year I'm so bring, glad you remember that. He's, I would have forgotten it decade. I, but he keeps bringing it up whenever, oh. <laughs> whenever he really wants. Yeah, to, I was going to say the fact me. that you can remember your big failures. Oh that you haven't God. had so many that they've all just blended yeah. together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and was that was that like twenty years ago, Sweeney? I mean, it must have been. He, yeah. Oh, uh, easily twenty Stop. years ago. It was oh like nineteen ninety-eight, maybe. He loves it almost more when people screw up than when they do something right. Yeah. Absolutely. And so I'm just this endless well for him. Just, <laughs> I, I feel like I fuel him in a way. But of course, You're his favorite yeah. employee. <laughs> yeah. I, I've seen him get upset when like really good news comes comes over the mm-hmm. transom. He's kind of like shit. Like if the writers win a Writers Guild Award, he's like, oh, you. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll, damn it, I'll be back in the Against saddle by tomorrow. Against my best efforts. <laughs> it's like, well, you won it too. Your name's, uh, sh- just shut up. <laughs> Where am I? I'm in an upside down world. I don't understand uh, his reactions anymore. <laughs> what a sad world we live in. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, but we're all here talking about him because we miss him so much. I Damn know. It. I know. If you had to pick a date, when do you think if we're ever back at Warner Brothers in our studio, when do you think that would be? Do you have an idea hmm. about it? Uh, I would think it, I'm going to say the beginning of June. Wow. Really? I think of so. 2020? I do. I think, I think <laughs> it will be different. I don't think that we could have the audience back, but right. I think we, it could even be like, are we going to get our hands on room? tests? Uh, I have no idea. I don't know. I think that there's just going to be, cause 
it's a month from now and I, I don't know. I feel like I, yeah, I'm going to say the big, cause mm. we have a couple more weeks and I think we have a hiatus coming up. I don't know what the yeah. hiatus situation yeah. is, but, um, what are you I guys think, doing over your big break? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go nuts. Yeah. I don't know. That's my guess. I would be my guess. Why? What do you guys, when do you guys think? Never. Ooh, I didn't expect them to open the lot up that soon. Yeah. June, you know what? Hearing June 1st, I'll, I'll subscribe to that. Sure. I hope yeah. you're right. I was going to say mean, September. <laughs> September. Oh, my God. Well, yeah, maybe. Just to be know. an outlier, I'm going to say mm-hmm. 2023. <laughs> <laughs> and until then, Conan has to operate an iPhone in his home office. I do think He's before we go back to the lot, there may be some other version of right. like, we yes. all go... Right. We have well, to go to Conan's house or something to right. shoot stuff. I mean, yeah, we'll see I don't... If, if things open up where where there might be an intermediate step to be determined. That part of it's kind of exciting in a way, or just the kind of the way things are evolving and changing day to day. Exciting is the wrong word, mm-hmm. but it kind of keeps you on your toes a bit. I've stopped having expectations about anything. I just yeah. immediately, <laughs> like yeah. so quickly, everything I thought was going to come to pass just was absolutely wrong. So right now I'm like, I'm not even going to try. It's true. I'm just here until someone tells me I could leave. (laughs) Yeah. Oh man. Um, Well, Sona, we actually have a voicemail from a listener for you. Hello, Conan people. Um, I have two questions um, and you can choose whichever you like. Um, the first one is for Sona. Uh, Sona, how um, did you get your start? Um, what were you doing before you were Conan's assistant? And love, I'd love to hear from you about that. Um, and then question number two. Um, I'm someone who is now in their mid-30s and thinking of making a major career change. Uh, do you think this is a good idea? <laughs> and and have you ever wanted to change careers? Okay, so that's three questions. Thank you all so much. You guys are making my quarantine so much better. Um, and I wish you all well. Thank you. Aw. And she has three questions when she started out saying two. So, But that's a great question. Yeah, I, those I, are really good. I, yeah, what did I do before? Yes, what did you do? <laughs> it was so long ago. I worked at NBC. That's what uh, I did. Okay, mm-hmm. so I uh, interned at NBC during my last semester, and then I joined the PAGE program. And you oh. did you study film in college? I, or what I studied you? communication, which is okay. broad. As it's just like fuck. anything. It's just yeah. a random You went to all. USC yeah. here in Los Angeles. I did. I went to USC. You love your alma mater. Uh, I do. I'm a I'm a proud Trojan. Um, and I interned in the alternative programming de- uh, department at NBC. And I didn't know what that was when I uh, signed up for it or when I interviewed for it. Right. And I uh, found out as I was interning what the alternative programming department does. Yeah. It's just anything non-scripted is alternative programming. Uh, oh, okay. Um, <clears throat> so like specials and reality shows and all that stuff. Um, and then I joined I was hoping it was like program. programming about threesomes or something. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. And then I joined the page program because of my internship. Yeah. And oh, that cool. was really fun. That was. It was really, really cool. Did you wear I, the jacket? I, I, I wore this blue polyester blazer with mm-hmm. a white button down and a peacock tie and a gray skirt. 
and black tights. <laughs> Do you have pictures of? I, can you send us I a picture? Don't. Oh, you oh, get no. out of here! Come on. I, didn't, I didn't take a single. I hated that uniform so much, and I didn't take a single picture in it. And then uh, I was doing that for six weeks. Then I went on assignment in the publicity department in events Uh and did that. And then that turned into a job. And then I worked for publicists for like a few months, hated it and quit and then got another job. So I went back to events. And while I was working in events, I became friends with Mark Lepis, who was the old publicist on Late Night uh, with Conan O'Brien. And then he was a great guy. He was one of the good publicists. Yes. But he. Uh, Some of my best friends are publicists. (laughs) (laughs) Then when I found out that Conan was moving to L.A., I started campaigning pretty hard to get a job on the show because I was a big fan of his. And so, yeah. Do you know that? He does. He does. (laughs) And then right before my interview, Mark... Lepus sent Conan a text uh, sort of vouching for me. And I think that's a big reason why I got my mm. job. So it's a, it's it's in part thanks to Mark Lepus. So thanks, Mark. Oh, that's, that's yeah. nice. nice. Uh, while you were at USC, did you want to go into television? Was that your yes. kind of dream? Okay. Yeah, I think that I was I wasn't sure if it wanted if I wanted to get into movies or TV mm-hmm. and I just like TV more. I I just have always loved yeah, TV. Yeah, you famously love TV. Yeah, I do. So I it was a no-brainer, but also it's jarring and going to this this woman's maybe second or third question, I'm not sure. Breaking into it is tough, but I think it mm-hmm. might actually be easier now. Am I crazy for thinking that just because there's so many streaming services and so much content? Right. What do you guys think? I feel like there's so many more job opportunities now. Well, I think for writing, it's different. There are more platforms, but then the jobs are uh, running out faster because the seasons are all shorter on those platforms. Like oh. it's only 10 episodes, so they might only have writers for I don't know, a few months and then you're released again and having to find another job. So there are actually more writers competing for a smaller number of jobs at any given time. Oh, I didn't know that. But I am going to say I'm a big advocate of loving your job. I think it's, you know, a silly thing to be an advocate for. But there have been two instances where I absolutely hated my job and I quit them almost instantly. But I also had the sort of cushion of very supportive parents who would have always let me move back home if I needed to. So I didn't care. But I think that you know, if you're interested, I think if she's interested in getting into TV, she should just try. I don't. I don't think it's too late for. Well, yeah. What do you think about try the? That out. I was. I'm interested in the part where she said she's in her mid 30s. I do think sometimes entry level jobs tend to go to people straight out of college, yeah. and you might end up having you know duties where you're like getting coffee for somebody or making copies. It might feel bad to be in your 30s and doing that stuff, but. You know, I also think that's where everyone has to start somewhere. And as, if you're if you're willing to do it, then other people are probably going to enjoy having someone more of an adult around. Yeah, that's absolutely. true. I, I yeah, I so. I'm a big fan of switching careers and not. Yeah. And trying to filter out that idea that, oh, my God, you know, if I didn't do it by the time I was 29, even then it's too late. Like that's you just can't think that way. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm a hundred percent. Well, yes. Sweeney, you had like fifteen careers before you became well. A, I was a, a male writer, of course. And I, <laughs> that was my world, and then you know that and then one you were dog a practicing bite. lawyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I no the, the law thing. I never wanted to be a lawyer, and I ended up becoming a lawyer. And then I was a trial lawyer in New York City, which was crazy. 
But right. I always wanted to do stand up. And I just, once I moved into New York City, I started doing stand up at night and tr- I was doing trials during the day. I had $25 a week doing stand up. I just quit. I had no money saved either, but I, I never wanted yeah. to be a lawyer. So people are like, how could you give that up? I'm like, what? The worst job on the planet <laughs> working with the worst people on the planet. Mm, it was tough. How old were you when you started doing that? I, like when you switched over to stand up? Tw- I was 28. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. I did that for nine years. And that was that was great. I mean, back then in the late 80s, early 90s, you could make, I mean, I made a good living just working in Manhattan and I did colleges and all sorts of different stuff. So I, I made a good living. Yeah. Then I started applying for late night writing jobs. And so the second I started working at Conan, I had to stop doing stand up because we were there till midnight every night. And I couldn't do sets. Like I used to do oh like my God. six sets a night in New York City, like six nights a week. And I, I had to, st- I couldn't schedule anything. So the hours were crazy back then. And so I just stopped doing stand up. That's nuts. So I didn't in know a way you that till midnight. What's that? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know you worked that late. Oh my god, it was cra- especially back then. Like I'd shoot and edit a lot of things, and mm-hmm. it was t- old tape machines. There was nothing was digital, and you'd right. literally be there till six a.m. editing a three minute piece. Oh god, because they'd want it for the next day, and it, you, it, you you had to pull an all nighter. Jeez. Yeah, it's totally different crazy hours back then anyway switching gigs is great yeah and i actually think if you're creating content like if if it's comedy if you're doing stand-up or if if you're making tv it's better to have some real life experience under your belt than 20 somethings that come straight out of college and go into the business and start writing or whatever they're doing they don't have any experience except for having been college students but people want to see tv about regular people's lives. So it's better if you've had some experience being doing something else, like working in a different kind of office or being a mailman. And then that can inform your, (laughs) (laughs) what you produce, you know, because that's actually more relatable than just if you worked in TV your whole life, then that's all you know. Yes. Well, even on, yeah, even on our show, how many people start off as interns and have never worked anywhere else? Like you could, you can tell. You can tell. Yeah. It's, it, they kind of miss that basic, what Jesse's saying, that those life experiences that you you would draw on in any creative job. There's a big argument should, you know, if you want to be a movie director, should you study film in college mm-hmm. or you, you could argue that, or you could argue, no, like spend your undergraduate studying, just learning as much stuff in many different topics. And then when you're done with college, if you still want to be a movie director, then, then pursue it then, you know, but at least have yeah. all this general knowledge under your belt. Yeah. Yep. Know about the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Like us. We're, we're really yeah. worldly. Yeah. Check this out. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> we did it right. But seriously, yes. Any mailman related humor on late night over the years did come from my pen. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Well, I think it's time to wrap up. Yeah, we got to wrap this anything up. Else. I know. Oh, it's time to start drinking. It's 4 p.m. It is. <laughs> That's when we start drinking in this household. My wife's making Negronis. Oh, I love Negronis. She, she's uh, really good. Now I want one, too. Mixologist. I'll be right over. Come on yeah. over. <laughs> come over. Safe distance. So like, it's really good to eggs. see you. It's so, so and good And hopefully you you're right and we'll all see each other again 
in the flesh. June first. Yes, June first. Thanks, Sona. Uh, no problem. Bye, Sona. That was Sona. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. She's got a great laugh. She does. She I does. See, I see why Conan oh, keeps yeah. her around. He's no dummy. She's the only audience member you need. Everyone yeah. else can go home. Make well, she may be the home. only audience member he ever gets again. Uh, we'll see. We are loving your listener questions. Yeah, they're great. I have to say. Yes. So you could email us at insideconanpod at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail. It's really nice to hear people's voices right now. Our number is 323-209-5303. So that's it for this week. Yes. See you next week. We like you. Inside Conan, an important Hollywood podcast, is hosted by Mike Sweeney and me, Jesse Gaskell. Produced by Jen Samples. Engineered and mixed by Will Becton. Supervising producers are Kevin Bartelt and Aaron Blayart. Executive produced by Adam Sachs and Jeff Ross at Team Coco. And Colin Anderson and Chris Bannon at Earwolf. Thanks to Jimmy Vivino for our theme music and interstitials. You can rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. And of course, please subscribe and tell a friend to listen to Inside Conan on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or whatever platform you like best. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. 